0: listening to Crime Watchers. Crime Watchers is an unauthorized, uncensored recap podcast for the biggest television show of the 2000s. Crime Stoppers, Miami, infinity, 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 infinity. Infinity. I'm Kent Montagna.
1: And I'm Piper Beckett. We wrote, directed, produced and starred in the show. And you know what they say, Kent.
0: I do know what they (laughs) say. They say a lot of things and I don't listen to most of it.
1: Yeah, they say, Kent, stop, stop your car. You're in a crosswalk, for example. They also say crime doesn't stop itself and crime doesn't watch itself either. That's where we come in.
0: You know, I like to keep uh, most things in the rear view, Piper. Uh, My marriages, my previous careers, uh, pedestrians with one arm raised calling out for me to come back and pick them up and take them to the hospital. But one thing that I don't like to keep in the rear view is Crime Stoppers Miami Infinity Infinity Infinity. Uh, In fact, I have circled back um, with you via this podcast Mm -hmm. to revisit the show, this groundbreaking show. Um, Mm -hmm. This episode aired in january of 2004 it was right. a kind of um an interesting um pivot point i'm looking for another word that means like pivot point it's called a um it's like it was a um it's like a influx point or a um mm. a point of no return um, a
1: point of no return
0: it's like a point of no return although <laughs> we are returning to it. That's the interesting thing about point of no return is you can't turn back from it, but you can return back to you it. You can
1: follow up, circle back.
0: Yes. It yeah. was an influx point in our um, nation's history. And you and I, we were right at the vanguard. Um, at the apex. The apex of the keystone of, I guess I would say culture. Yeah. Is that fair to say? Is it fair culture, to say Culture.
1: I, culture flowed through us and from us. Anything that was happening in society, whether it was music, media, politics, Meme, fashion.
0: Memes weren't really a thing at the time because I it was they like were. the early internet. It was the 2000s. And but and you think they were. Yeah. Didn't I guess you ever negates. go
1: to rotten.com?
0: I invented rotten. com. Meme? I practically invented Rotten.com. Practically. <laughs> yeah. I What I was going to say was that... We were a meme. Em- I was going to say that and also that Emperor... Do you know the Emperor Palpatine? And he's got the lightning coming out of his arms and he goes, let the hate flow through you or whatever.
1: Yeah, I... If, is that from a movie is that it's
0: from like memes it's like a meme
1: oh it's a meme okay
0: and if that had been a thing when we were making this show somebody would have made one and someone could make one and in fact if you are a listener do make one and do send it to us on our socials yes of
1: course of, course. of a meme Love what i would like to see from you guys
0: what i would like to see is a meme of emperor palpatine <laughs> but he's got my face And he's saying, let the culture flow through me.
1: Yeah. What I'd like to see is a meme of um, Bradley Cooper shirtless.
0: And you could get a little bit of an interesting, you know, thing where you get, um, let the, let the memes throw, flow through me as well as a self-referential sort of a thing. (laughs) Yeah. Let the memes flow through me. And you put a doge on emperor let palpatine's the memes, head
1: let the memes flow through meme
0: that's good through and people would might say mimi and is it pronounced mimi
1: uh i think it's just meme
0: i think maybe it's mimi
1: but then you shorten it because that's how slang works
0: and you just say meme meme, meme. is short for meme. and
1: then it's going to become m meme-y. oh do you see meme-y. that cool m that's going around that everybody's doing
0: everybody's making a cool m now
1: yeah, everybody's making a cool M. There was a cool S, but now there's a cool M.
0: Well, it's um, it's about time, is what I say. You know, it's and, about
1: damn time. And
0: why go through the um through the alphabet in order? And at January 2004, what we felt it was about time for was a reminder.
1: Hmm. Hmm. A s- couple years had passed.
0: A couple years had passed since a previous influx point in our nation's history. Something Which that's is not a meme. Something AKA 9-11 had happened and, <laughs> and it was um, a problem <laughs> and a lot of things that was important I'm about sorry, it.
1: I'm not laughing at 9-11 being a problem. I'm laughing because somebody, my assistant just sent me a meme of Bradley Cooper shirtless and I'm but laughing because I like it so She's so much.
0: on the ball. She's she so is. on the ball, your assistant.
1: Yeah, she's good.
0: And I mean, um, and I and I do mean um, literally as well. I do. I can see her in the background there. We're doing this over Zoom. Yeah, and so I said, I want you to balance out a ball, ball, like a seal at, yeah.
1: at the zoo.
0: Because I know that it's for you, it's very important that your assistant have a strong core um, because of sort of past traumas that have happened to you. And you like to feel like you always have someone around who could carry you out safely yeah. from any type of situation.
1: Yeah. I also just need my assistants to look good. They're a reflection of me, right? Mm-hmm. Like I can't show up with a an assistant that looks bad.
0: Which is, you know, it kind of connects back to or what I was saying about nine eleven, which is, you know... It was a problem. It was a problem. And yes, there were a lot of calendars of first responders looking really good. Guys with great abs that could carry someone out of a building and everything. But I think at a certain point, you know, you buy a calendar with nypd nyfd guys on it and you put it up and then by around march or april you forget to start even turning the page mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. eventually and you're missing out
1: on a lot of hot bods
0: yeah and eventually you kind of even forget like what is this even a calendar
1: about what's the meaning of this calendar other than to tell me the time via days which is not even good at a calendar is not very good at telling time it's not as good as a clock at telling time because a clock is more precise. A calendar, you have to know it yourself. You have to look at it yourself and say, hmm, okay, I there, it could be one of 30 to 31 days and I need to figure out which one it is. And then it's, it could be any time within the span of those 24 hours in that particular day. So and that's, that's why when why for it comes a, to telling yeah. time, a clock is actually better than a calendar.
0: And that's and, why for a while I was trying to make you know, you wear the watch on your left hand, the time watch, and I was trying to make for a while the right wrist you wear a wrist calendar. I was trying to make that happen. Um, You'll see in a lot of these episodes, basically the first eight seasons or so, of Crime Stoppers Miami, um, Cal, my character Cal, who I played and originated- (laughs) Which is short for calendar. Originated the role. It's short for calendar. He- wears a calendar on his right wrist. And that's why they call him that. That's why they call him Cal. He (laughs) wears a calendar on his right wrist because his name is calendar. They call him Cal because he wears the calendar because his name is Calendar. They call him Cal because he wears a calendar.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Does that make sense? Is that tracking? Yeah. And those calendars ended up not selling very well because people were saying, well, the pictures of the uh, the shirtless firemen and shirtless no. policemen are too small and I can't practice kissing on them so what's the point?
0: Yeah. I'm supposed, how am I supposed to jack off to this? Yeah. These Girls guys are, are saying little. how am I
1: supposed to jack off? The guys are little. Yeah. And and you would always say you're just only supposed to jack off a little.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. You imagine the whole guy going in, in, in you. <laughs> Just yeah, like, it's, it doesn't matter how whole big he is. Guy could he, go you in.
1: imagine the guy being in you, or on top of you, or below yeah. you.
0: Like he puts his arms, he <laughs> folds his arms across his chest and make himself into a missile, and he go in you. What?
1: <laughs> what?
0: He folds his arms across his chest and make himself into a missile, and he go in you. <laughs> right, the whole guy. And so your problem is you're thinking just about. His he parts. Makes himself
1: into a missile He make
0: himself into a missile and he go in you. The point is we didn't want people to forget about nine 11 and we thought we no, should do so we an need, episode we need to it, yeah. of crime stoppers, Miami infinity about how important it is to be a Patriot remind people about nine 11. We put for this episode, which we titled never forget. It was a very special episode. We put a splash screen up, um, uh, before the episode started, that mm-hmm. promised the viewers that profits from the episode would go to uh, first responders. And Yes, we have, but there's a little hitch there. Yeah, we've kept that promise. Yeah, we have kept the promise have, because the episode the never
1: turned a damn profit.
0: Has not turned a profit. We forgot we used, to put
1: advertisements on this
0: one. Yeah, we used a little bit of Hollywood accounting um, by putting no ads in it. And it has made a lot of money, but it has never turned a profit. And so as soon as it does, we will pay out we will pay out. And yeah. we also didn't say first responders of what on the splash screen when we said what the, we said the profits oh, would yeah, get a so first go we to first responders. of what.
1: Yeah, it could be somebody who responds to my tweets first and says first.
0: First person to respond to my Carl's Jr. order when I'm in the drive-thru.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know,
0: kick him a little cut. Yeah. We open, we open this Oof. episode. Maybe oh, one of the most so groundbreaking. I'm really excited r- to get in. Maybe one of the most groundbreaking episodes of network television ever. Yeah, easy to say. We open cluck 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 peck peck peck. <laughs> what is this? What am I looking at here? It's is that a is that a, un gallo y un otro gallo? Is that two gallos uh, fighting with each other? Is this a cockfight?
1: Yes, it is.
0: It is. It's carnage. It's blood and feathers. You know, blood it's and feathers gross, could have been a the title but it's of. Also, this as well.
1: making me want a Popeye's chicken sandwich.
0: And and that's just one of many opportunities you'll notice throughout this episode where we could have sort of integrated some advertising, but we chose because <laughs> yeah, we could you have know
1: watched a chicken die in a cockfight and then somebody picks it up and kind of butchers it and then like flour's it and batters it and tosses it into a deep fryer and then puts it into a Popeye's bag and says, here's your spicy um, chicken sandwich, ma'am. But we didn't.
0: That would have been good, but it was a solemn sort of topic. And so we didn't want to do that and kind of sully it.
1: It was really important to focus on what mattered in this episode, which was, you know, 9-11, making sure people don't forget.
0: Right. And when I say we didn't want to sully it, I don't mean we didn't want to sort of, uh, Create land, a masterpiece. land it Despite incredible yeah. odds oh, I mean we didn't want A masterpiece
1: movie About the situation Yeah
0: Yeah Tarnish it
1: We wanted so, to make A masterpiece TV show Situation so Out of ca- the situation
0: So Cal and Abby they, they bust in You know There's this cockfighting Operation There's all these yep. guys These Miami guys and it's all different type of guys you know yeah. they got tank tops they got they're wearing suits um gold chains <laughs> they're wearing denim canadian tuxedos you know any type of yep. guy you could picture oh all is types of guys throwing money down on this cockfighting operation you know tearing their hair out losing money getting in um side bets and and, and side fights side and fights yep cal they bust in
1: you're all under arrest for cockfighting, yeah. this is illegal. In case you forgot, so let us all—I'm gonna round you all up. Get in, get in the paddy wagon. They have a yeah. the paddy wagon. They they're, start
0: doing the perp walk.
1: <laughs> they're lining them up, and they're saying, "You got to get in there. You're going yeah. to jail. This is a no, c- pretty cut and dry situation, right?"
0: This guy wearing a ascot and a tweed uh, jacket. Yeah, and with sort of a um, a hat. His coiffed hair kind of coming out under a very stylish. Coiffed. His hair is coiffed and it's coming out under a very stylish, velvet hat. He, um, he get this older gentleman. He gets to the um, front of the perp walk, and Cal says to him, "Hey buddy, hey buddy, we're about to put you on this uh, paddy wagon." Doesn't look like this paddy wagon is going to be too kind to uh, a guy like you, and
1: yeah, with what with your hair being coiffed and all,
0: right? It looks coiffed, um, and this is your last chance to you know rectify the situation. Cal rubs his fingers together in the universal sign for a bribe.
1: Yeah, he goes, "You don't have to go in the car if you don't want to," and then keeps kind of rubbing his fingers together, and the coiffed guy says. <laughs> uh, I'm. I don't know if you guys recognize me. I'm Antonio Bologna, and I'm, I'm the director of the Miami Playhouse Theater. I have uh, tickets to a show tonight, and they were like, "Eh, we don't really like that kind of shit." And he goes, "But I, there's also a, a open bar after show cocktail party, but only if you attend the play." And they say, "Okay, that yeah. sounds a little bit better."
0: Abby says, "Well, why didn't you say so?"
1: Yeah, and he's like, well, I'm under pressure. You yeah. see, I'm and almost getting arrested.
0: Man, you had a big argument about that line. I thought that Abby shouldn't say that because I said, "Yeah, he literally, it's been about four seconds. He's like, he me- really is <laughs> kind of saying so.
1: And you gave me that and I let you say coiffed a bunch.
0: Yeah, I let you episode. say, why didn't you say so? Well, why didn't you say so? <laughs> why didn't you say so? Perfect um, line
1: delivery. I remember the time were you
0: were trying to make that Abby's catchphrase.
1: Well, why didn't you say so? <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, you said it's, and I thought it's not really aggressive enough. I think it needs to be a bit more fucking aggressive. Yeah. And, you were like no it really works she says this to a suspect it catches them on their heels yeah it puts them back on their heels i'm like which is it does it catch them on their heels or does it put them back on their heels and you were like i don't know a little bit of both and i'm like well why didn't you say so
1: yeah so then we cut to a party, Callan Abbey. They have finished their job and they are at a beachfront dip and dots and Segway tour party. So they've been on segways. They're kind of just dicking around on them, going around in circles on the beach. They're eating dip and dots, all the dip and dots they can possibly eat. It's unlimited dip and dots. It's the ice cream of the future. It's the ice cream yeah, of the future. Ice cream in the future.
0: It was the 2000s. I mean, these were literally the two biggest things in our culture.
1: And they predicted it, right? Because that's all we're eating these days. You know what? and Dots. Beef flavor, and Dots. Tofu flavor.
0: I'm the guy. Told him to lose the G.
1: That's so cool. I forgot about that. Yeah. You're like, the G belongs in my last name and not in your ice cream.
0: Ken Montagna. Put a G in it. <laughs> that's what. <laughs> the- <laughs> Throw
1: some Gs on that bitch. Uh, so they uh are at this party. It's... Huge and unlimited ice cream, uh, unlimited ice cream of the future and unlimited time on segways because it is sponsored by the police's number one supporters. It's the annual party that they throw for the police to thank them for all the work they do. And it's sponsored by Beachside Realty. So these guys love the cops. They throw them this party every year and it's a total blast. It's all fun in the sun. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous day. And Cal and Abby are making the most of it right they are playing bumper cars on the segways they're seeing if they can go more than the speed limit on the segways they're finding people and pushing them on the segways and trying to make them fall over it's a total blast and we had so much fun shooting this one
0: yep and and the chief you know she the, the new chief um played by uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones. She Mm kind of is making the rounds, and she's like, you guys having fun. They're like, we're having a blast. They're like, she's like, and it's all thanks to the Beachside Brothers, you know? And she points over, there's the Beachside Brothers. It's these kind of um, two, like, quintessential kind of twin Miami real estate developers. You know, we're talking, these guys are tanned like leather. Their Uh teeth are crystal white. Uh Uh-huh. big law and order supporters. Everybody is basically giving them a, you know, three cheers for the Beachside brothers. Everybody gives them um, three cheers. And, um, and they, and they go, oh and another thing, you know, and they unveil just this incredible, like armored truck and like all these guns and everything. And they start handing them out. They're like, we got, you know, uh, Miami police, we're your biggest supporters. We're going to give you anything you need, you know? And, Mm-hmm. There's three more cheers and then all of a sudden pew 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 we start hearing pew pew pews and this big like kind of um sci-fi sounds and what is it? Mm-hmm. We look over to that iconic Miami skyline with the Miami Twin Towers and it's these two basically like high rise um Like nine stories, like nine-story high-rise apartment buildings that are called the Miami Twins. Everybody loves them and knows about them. Um, There's really no other way to say it. It's an alien attack.
1: Yeah, the
0: aliens start busting
1: up their shit. They blow up the twins, the Miami Twins, the apartment buildings, and they explode. They go, they go, boom. They fall down. Cal goes, it's a UFO.
0: Abby goes. It's not unidentified. I'm. I'm identifying it. Look- it's right. I'm, I'm looking right it at it.
1: Right now. I'm <laughs> yeah. looking at it. It's an object. I've identified
0: flying. it, and it's a problem. <laughs> yeah.
1: And we hear screams, shrieks, wailing, sirens. Everybody's crying. Everybody's going crazy. Cal and Abby kind of watch in disbelief, and they eat their ice cream kind of pensively as they watch all this happen. And they're.
0: Abby sort wants of like to ignore it.
1: Yeah, Abby's like, I, you know, aliens looking, aren't our business. We yeah. only deal with human kind of incidences. And besides, remember we got tickets to that play tonight and I need to find an outfit, I need to get a pedicure, and I need to make sure my hair is perfectly coiffed before yeah. we go. And that takes a lot of time for me.
0: Yeah, she says, and she, she doesn't <laughs> like... Um, person behind her at a play to be able to see she has to get her hair coiffed really high coiffed so coiffed up so high um
1: i gotta get coiffed up she said
0: because she says she's like i can't stand. (laughs) kel's like why do you gotta get your hair so coiffed she's like i can't stand the feel of somebody sitting behind me breathing so what i do is i get my hair coiffed really high so that they get annoyed and they leave
1: yeah (laughs) yeah so Abby's like, I have to do all that. So that's why we can't go look at whatever the aliens did. And
0: Cal says, well, Catherine Whoa. Zeta-Jones announces, she announces <laughs> unlimited Dippin' Dots, unlimited Segways. And if you go to the alien attack,
1: you get overtime.
0: Yes. Unlimited overtime. No, like unlimited overtime. This is a, this is an act of God. Right.
1: Right. And um, Abby goes, okay, again, kind of like the UFO thing. No, it's not. We, it's an act of aliens. We just saw them literally do it. Like, that wasn't God.
0: I thought the act of God line was kind of funny, though, coming from oh, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Because I remember oh. we talked about this one in the writer's room. Because yeah. Catherine Zeta-Jones is an emissary of, the, the new police chief of the Miami police, played by Catherine Zeta-Jones, she's an emissary of Lucifer, and mm-hmm. she's been sent to Earth to keep watch From over hell, yeah. Cal and Abby, who have made a deal with the devil to do his bidding on uh, on land for 1,000 years. And so I thought right. it was kind of funny for her to talk about something really bad happening and say it's an act of God.
1: Yeah, very funny. I'm laughing, thinking about it. And so, Cal says we should go. We should go. Yeah, you let's know, what? Go. For, forget your pedicure, forget your outfit, forget your coif. We need to go punch this clock and get this overtime.
0: Cal finds a nerd. This like, um, <laughs> uh, what's it called? A, uh, um, um, Poindexter. He finds a point. Oh. He goes, hey yeah. Poindexter. There's one of these cop Poindexter guys. And yeah, Cal is hey, writing poind- in a notebook. <laughs> yeah, hey okay, Poindexter. Hey, get over here. I need you to uh, overclock. He points to his segue. I need you to overclock these. And so Poindexter overclocks the segue so that they can go really fast. Oh. And Cal <laughs> yeah. and Abby. And Poindexter, Zoom. he tries to kind of argue. He's like, um, why? And Cal is like, <laughs> Cal is like Cause, Cause so we can get so. to ground zero. You know? Yeah. It's, and he, um, Poindexter's like, ground zero is right there. You could literally walk there faster. Then it's going to take me time to overclock these. Cal's like, shoves Poindexter's face in the sand and makes him eat it. And he goes, how yeah. you look like at eating that fucking sand, Poindexter? Now overclock my Segway.
1: And they do. He, he does. does. He does. And they zoom over there. <laughs> yeah. They ride their Segways really, yep. really fast to ground zero. Cal
0: keeps falling.
1: <laughs> yeah, Cal falls off a ton <laughs> of fucking times. It
0: takes him a really long time to get there.
1: Yeah, it does. They could have walked faster. Point Dexter was right. But yeah. it was way cooler watching them get there. And they get to ground zero where the Miami twins have fallen and Abby. It's basically remarks, almost over at that point. Yeah, yeah. Like things are kinda clearing up or whatever. And Abby goes, This is just so awful. Yeah. Like, this is really sad. But she's I guess crying. it could have been Yeah, she's crying and she goes, But I guess it could have been a lot worse, right? Like imagine if people actually lived in these buildings. And, and this
0: medic is kind of gives her a look like yeah. he's holding a body bag. He's like, um, <laughs> they kind of did. Yeah, like thousands <laughs> of people just yeah. died. And Abby says, agree to disagree. And then um, pretty much the aliens at this point, there's these aliens. Yeah. We didn't say that. We didn't say that yet. <laughs> there's these aliens, these green humanoid aliens aliens who have gotten off of this ship and um, I guess kind of just like check it out because the ship had pretty much had attacked the buildings. The aliens yeah, so get out and they're kind of like,
1: they're walking like, around going, beep, boop, out their work. beep yeah. boop,
0: beep boop, like, you know, sp- take me to your dealer. And they get back onto, they're getting back onto the ship by the time Cal and Abby get there. And, um, you know. They fly um, away. They fly away. They fly away, and then and Cal is like, "Oh, this sucks. We're not going to shoot hardly. them with my gun. Yeah, we're not going to get hardly any overtime." And but then he he hears a beeping and a beep booping boop 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 in beep the beep rubble, and he goes this way, this way. They go over. They start clearing away the rubble. They get the rubble cleared away, and they look in, and what is it but left in the rubble, a humanoid green alien.
1: Yeah, so wow. Cal and Abby immediately arrest this guy or this alien guy. They yep. put his arms behind his back and they cuff him and they say, yep. You're coming with us. And they sort of <laughs> hold him between the two of them while they segue. They hold him between the two of them while they segue to. An interrogation hangar where yeah, they are going they keep to keep
0: clotheslining. <laughs> yeah, it um, keeps
1: bonking into poles and trees and parking meters and all
0: that. kind of And it's of stuff. like this. It's like it's like bonk beep bonk boop bonk beep bonk boop. Like every time they hit something, it's making beep boops. And, yeah, um,
1: and our foley guys did such a good job on that.
0: Yeah. Um. So they so they're in this um. So so like we cut into this like sort of uh. I guess you could call it like a um, Guantanamo style like shipping container. Yeah. like that was basically what we told our production design. We were like, we wanted to feel like Guantanamo. Um, just like authentic. Shipping, we wanted like, to make feel it authentic. authentic. Yeah. And pretty much it's just like, um, Cal and Abby are interrogating this alien. They got the heavy metal going. They got the hood over his head, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And he's just, um, I mean, I don't want to get into all the gory details. You can go watch the episode if you want to see it. Um, It got- And you should,
1: because it's very good.
0: They wouldn't air this one on TV. We turned it into the network. They said, we can't put- Show anyone this. We can't, yeah. This is horrifying. We said, this is what's- (laughs) We said said, it should be horrifying. This is what it takes to catch a terrorist. It should scare you because this is what our country, this is what we're making guys do to catch terrorists. And they have to do it. And it works.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But it is upsetting. If you're scared, it's because you're not strong enough to do it.
0: Yeah. And we said if you aren't scared, you're not paying attention. Right. And the network pretty much agreed with that. And they did put it on TV. And
1: we did have to do a little coercing. We had to blackmail a couple of execs. We we
0: basically, we said, I remember we said to Peter, we said, hey, Peter, is the sets for episode Never Forget, are those, you know, the episode that's going up next, are those sets still active? And he's like, yeah, we haven't torn them down yet. And we went, me and you, and we got the guy from the network, the exec, and we took him to um, do a little
1: demonstration
0: demonstration of our own right and he finally agreed on don't really work anymore let's just say that yeah he doesn't really have nerves that work yeah but he can
1: still watch a good episode of television
0: so they're interrogating this alien Cal and Abby he's beeping and booping and he's not giving him anything they're pouring water down his gills or whatever um, You know, they're pouring water in his gills. And um. um, this alien, well, which is quite ineffective as a torture technique.
1: Yeah, because it keeps him alive, guys. Yeah,
0: because yeah, they're kind of, you know, they're trying to waterboard him. They're pouring the water in his gills. He's his alien like, thanks, I can finally breathe. Beep, yeah. boop, beep, beep, boom, beep, boop. <laughs> This guy bursts in. Yeah.
1: He goes, I say, I say.
0: It's kind of like that, yep <laughs> and and do go ahead do your best impression of this new character that appears in the shipping container?
1: you best on on hand that alien there
0: <laughs> yep and um and that's a spot on impression we uh that's a spot on impression. Sure. Let's um let's go to the clip.
1: I say I say you best unhand that alien there. That is my client. And he or it is a free man. He did nothing wrong. <laughs> you found <laughs> You found him amongst the rubble. He's a victim in all of this.
0: And let's hear the hiccups.
1: <laughs> you you must unhand him. He's he you can subject him to a fair trial like you would with anyone else.
0: Cut. And so that was the clip from that was the behind the scenes clip. Um I directed this episode. And um, that's why you're able to hear me kind of directing the actor, telling this actor to do the hiccups and, and doing the cut and everything. Um, because what we did was we put out a, what we did was we had Piper. The reason that that clip sounds kind of like Piper is that this actor was so good. We, we had Piper do a scratch track of what we wanted this actor to sound like we're looking for sort of a classic southern lawyer character piper goes i can do a scratch scratch track so that the actor knows what to do we put it up on um backpage.com we meant to put it on backstage but we put it on Backpage. and so we met up with this chick she tried to fuck both of us and we said no no no, that's not what we're here for we understand okay we will misunderstanding um if you insist and we did (laughs) But then we said, we need you. We said, can you act? And she said, um, you remember that orgasm I had? I said, oh, do I ever remember it from when we were just fucking you? She said, uh, well, there's your answer about whether I can act. I said, touche. And um, it turns and out you that you started act- crying and you were I like, crying. I
1: really, ha- I I've still real. never made a woman come in my life. And I thought I had just done it finally. I've made
0: a lot of women go. <laughs> um, and uh it turns out this actress, she was great. I mean, she was really um, So good. Hooker with a voice of gold because she performed that clip that we just heard was literally her. Yeah and it sounds almost indistinguishable from the scratch track we gave her.
1: Mm-hmm. She did a great job. I love I love her.
0: Yeah, we ended up using her her as your body double for. (laughs) A couple times for other stuff. Pretty much every episode after this. Yep.
1: Yeah, most of the times for a lot of other stuff.
0: Like anytime you had a scene where you were like. Where your character was kind of just like sitting around fully clothed or something boring Mm -hmm. that you didn't want to do, we would bring her in to kind of just double for you to kind of take care of those right. nuts and bolts. Right. She was so good. So this lawyer comes in and, you know, he's, he, she was playing a guy lawyer. <laughs> he's um.
1: Yeah, she, he's, we made her cut off all of our hair and wear a fake mustache.
0: Yeah. And a tweed suit and everything. Yeah. Linen, a linen suit. Yeah. Linen um, suit. Linen suit. Seersucker. And seersucker linen and linen and seersucker. And what's up with that? And are those different? And does anybody know?
1: Hmm. Not me. I'm not in the costume department.
0: So this lawyer has these hiccups and, you know, but they have to let the, the alien go. So they let the alien go. Callan and Abby, they attend, you know, we cut ahead to nighttime. The way that we show that it's night is we did like a exterior <laughs> shot where the sun had gone down. Um, And we cut to them. Um, yes. It's, Inside the Theater. Miami playhouse
1: right they are dressed up little Abby's behind the scenes we shot to the nines
0: we shot them inside the playhouse during yeah. the day yeah we shot the outside of the playhouse at night
1: hmm. you know what else was shot inside a playhouse Abraham Lincoln that's right
0: so we go Kalanabi into the playhouse.
1: They are coiffed to the nines. They have their petties. They have their outfits. And they are at a modern take on King Lear. What if King Lear took place today in 2004?
0: Yep. And it's all sort of boardroom politics and God, jostling for power. It's this business titan and his children. You know, yeah. oh, he's he's going to pass on from this beautiful earth. Who's he going to leave? It's um, so boring. His mega corporation too. We won't do the line by line, but suffice to say, there's this guy who's playing like a King Lear type in it, and he is doing his big,
1: big king's speech. Big king's King speech.
0: speech. He's doing the king's speech <laughs> uh, about, yeah. um, you know, my my children and who. Um, Which one of you loves me enough to get my money? (laughs) None of you
1: love me enough to get my money. None of you has proven yourselves worthy of my money and my empire that I built myself and all you've done is ruin it. And when I pass, maybe none of you will get the keys to my kingdom of of money.
0: And it's interesting because we see Cal and Abby watching this and they've been not really paying attention. And um, Cal is playing um, tic-tac-toe with himself (laughs) on his program.
1: He's etching it into the the, uh, armrest of his chair.
0: Yeah, he runs out of room on his program. He starts etching it into the armrest of his chair and Piper is... um, doing whatever she's doing and yeah um,
1: i was as an actress playing abby sleeping. doing whatever abby she's was sleeping. doing and yep. cal
0: he sleeping. he hears something and he nudges uh abby awake uh-huh. and he goes um do you hear that you see this you get a load of this guy and as they get a load of the guy and he he she goes you recognize those hiccups and abby's like yeah i do recognize those hiccups and he's like we need to check out this after party
1: yeah so we, we have some work to do
0: we cut to the after party and, um, and uh,
1: it's at Miami lounge.
0: It's at Miami lounge. And we see Cal and Abby, you know, um, outside getting ready to, to go in and they're having a little bit of a kind a of dress um, up, a dress up and talking about what they're going to do, you know? And Cal's yeah. like, you know, um, this guy's going to be on to us. This guy's going to be on to us if we go in as ourselves. So right. that's why, as you know, Abby, you and I are going to go in and, uh to this after party pretending to be characters
1: it's time for us to be the actors
0: right we're going to be performing and the world a is play our of our stage own. yeah and we're going to be performing as a uh, big shot broadway casting directors casting big wigs looking for our next uh, big star so they go in and they're kind of milling and schmoozing and drinking at the open bar um eating um canapés Mm, mm. and hors d'oeuvres.
1: Yeah, and Cal keeps saying, what are these? Because he has never seen anything like this in his life.
0: He, yes, he he goes, don't you have any type of normal food around here, like a Where little a smoky a and, a Plesbury, yeah. uh, a, a and a Pillsbury roll? A P.I.B.,
1: a pig in a blanket.
0: Abby has to nudge him with her She's elbow like, to remind it. him to be in character. Yeah, she goes, because Stop. they're supposed to be Broadway Eat types.
1: This, this is caviar. You'll love it. And Cal eats it, and he uh, uh, throws up.
0: And and someone ground. goes. So one of the actors says to him, "Oh, you didn't like the you don't like the cavi caviar?" And he goes, "No, it's just that I'm from New York City, and the way that we show." Uh, our appreciation for fine food, such as caviar, in the New York City theater scene is: you don't uh, swallow it; you swish it and spit it out. And then um, goes, it goes,
1: j- "Just like something else."
0: She's always trying to, and there's a big Come. laugh. At, there's a big laugh at that one because these are theater people, and they actually do have kind of freaky, nasty. Oh. they were fucking and sucking back there the way that they get going when they get going is really something to see yeah yeah um so nerds eventually they come around to to this actor who they heard doing the hiccuping Mm -hmm. and they strike up a conversation with him and he's talking about you know his his practice and his craft and everything and cal goes well actually we're here from Broadway. We're big shot Broadway casting directors, casting our next big production. And the guy asks, you know, oh wow, I you know, I've always wanted to do Broadway. What, what show? What show are you doing? And Abby has to think really fast because they had not actually
1: uh, um um and she remembers what what was the play we just watched? King Lear. What else is something with the Lion King? Um we want you to play
0: Rafiki. And the guy is very interested. So Cal of says, course. you know, Cal looks at his um, calendar, his wrist calendar, and he says, actually, we've got to get out of here. Um, how about, I'll tell you what. Um, he goes, actually, we got to get out of here. I'm looking at my calendar. Um, would you please come to our hotel room? We're staying in room 305 of the Miami Hotel um to do a little audition for us the guy's like say no more i yes. understand completely yeah. wouldn't be my first time doing a hotel room audition going to
1: a hotel room <laughs> for an audition yep
0: so they're on their way out and antonio Bologna, the theater director he they run in they're they're walking out and cal um he trips over this guy in a wheelchair he's like get the f-. he's like what the fuck are you doing you're in my fucking way is what cal says to the
1: guy in a wheelchair pretty rude
0: yeah and they look down and they realize well hang on that's Antonio Bologna the theater director what's he doing in a wheelchair Mm -hmm. last time we saw him at the cockfighting ring he wasn't in a wheelchair what's going on here
1: right yeah
0: there's this big guy in a pinstripe pinstripe suit with a cigar in his mouth pushing Antonio Bologna around
1: yeah and
0: he explains he goes he fell off a diving board, broke his kneecaps.
1: And Cal and Abby are kind of like, okay, okay that whatever. sucks. Makes Fine. sense. And they're walking out, and Abby looks at Cal and she goes, that guy looks so familiar. I cannot think, I cannot put my finger on it. And Cal goes, well, it doesn't matter. We actually have to go get ready for this audition. So let's get to the hotel room and get things set up to make it look like an audition.
0: Yeah, so we cut to the hotel. It looks pretty much like a normal hotel. Cal says to Abby, okay, all set. (laughs) And um, there's a knock on the door and uh, they open it and it's the actor from before. We never gave him a name because you gotta pay people more on the if they have a name if the character has a name on the IMDB you got to pay them more right um, so we just his character's name was unnamed guy um, so the the door opens and uh-huh. here's this guy he's standing there he he he's got just a he's come fully naked except he's wearing a f- hat and yep. he has a tube sock on his Johnson and he says uh, I'm ready for my close-up um, and
1: Cal and Abby are like um this is not what we wanted.
0: <laughs> Cal grabs the uh, grabs the guy by his Johnson and throws him up against the wall. And Abby goes over to him and starts punching like him. Like he's one
1: of those frog things.
0: Like those a frog thing? Hands, like, a hand.
1: hands.
0: like a slappy yeah. hand. Like a, a slappy hand.
1: Like a sticky hand. Yeah, a sticky yeah,
0: hand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cal grabs him by his Johnson and he stretches. It stretches out really far. And he slams against the wall and he slides down it. And Abby comes over and she starts like (laughs) freaking um, wailing on him and slapping his Johnson back and forth and everything. And um, Saying,
1: tell us who you're working for.
0: And he whispers, Antonio Bologna.
1: And they go, we know, we know. We're talking about the terrorist attack, the aliens.
0: And he says, Antonio Bologna, so am I. And it's not really clear what's going on, but Cal finally, he goes, okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. And um, the guy's clutching his Johnson and everything. And Cal backs up and he goes, don't get fucking smart with me. We arrested an alien at the alien invasion earlier. And right when we were in the middle of interrogating him, this big shot Southern lawyer busts in and he starts hiccuping all over my Guantanamo. And I let him. But then we come to the play and I hear you hiccuping up on that stage and I would know that hiccup's anywhere. I got a hiccup detector like you wouldn't believe. I know it was you. Don't try to tell me it's not. Don't try to jerk me around by my cock.
1: That's right. And we got, he, Yeah. Yeah, and he goes, yes, no, this is what I'm saying. It is Antonio Bologno. This was one of his own productions. It was all him. It was all him. So we cut. Yep.
0: We cut and to... We cut to... Cowan Abbey staging. They're getting... It's like procedure. It's like all this stuff coming through the internet. Um Uh, felt is arriving we do like a steven soderbergh style kind of like multiple screens overlapping as like Mm -hmm. felt is arriving in boxes and poker chips are arriving and cal is opening packs of cards and abby's on the internet
1: she's going to myspace.com
0: advertising a high stakes poker game Mm -hmm. and the the kind of oceans 11 music is playing and everything and then we get to this like high stakes poker game and Um, ding, the elevator sounds and Antonio Bologna shows up and he tries to do his like buy-in for the poker game. You know, they ask him if he's there for the poker game. He tries to do his buy-in and everything. They kind of play like some poker for a while. (laughs) And then, yeah, they say, "What? let's
1: have a little fun with it.
0: Yeah. And then finally when Antonio Bologna goes, um, goes all in. He goes all in on a big hand, you know, mm-hmm. and it's the flop. It's the turn. Mm-hmm. And then it's about to be the river. Cal goes, it's about to be the river. Are you sure you want to be all in? And Antonio's like, yeah, I want to yeah, be, pretty all, sure. in. <laughs> yeah, be yeah, all in. Yeah, I want to be all in. And Cal, Cal goes, Cal um, Cal turns over Um, the, the river. And it's a card and it's not a normal playing. Um, no, it's, it's not a card with kind of like
1: card. a 90s, like cute alien
0: on it. It's got a little alien on it.
1: Yeah. And it says, take and me to your dealer.
0: It says, take me to your dealer. And, the, and Antonio Bologna, he folds
1: he immediately doesn't even need, they don't even need to say anything. He goes, listen, 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 listen. It was all staged. It was, I, I was in bad trouble. I'm addicted to gambling. I lost so much money. I don't, I don't I need, like he was gonna, he'd already taken my kneecaps. So what else could he take from me? I had no choice. Um, I, so I, I had, I had to, I had to pay off Timmy tuna with a land deal.
0: And. Abby goes like, "Oh, duh. That's I knew was. I recognized that guy in the pinstripe suit with the cigar who was pushing your wheelchair. That's Timmy Tuna. He's the biggest bookie in um he's the biggest organized crime bookie in Miami. <laughs> and you didn't break your she goes, "You didn't really break your kneecaps falling off of a <laughs> falling off of a diving board," like he told us. Right. And she goes, "And how does that even make sense anyway?" It's always summer in Miami. All the diving pools always have water in them. You can't fall <laughs> off of a diving board and break your kneecaps because the pools always have water in them. And Cal if it goes, was and say, New York and there was winter and there was pools that didn't have water in them, then maybe we never would have caught you.
1: And Cal goes, and say, why did he break your kneecaps after you did the alien terrorist attack anyway? And Antonio Bologna is like, Well, I was I went gambling after that, shortly after that, and I lost even more money. Yeah. So, I was in really bad. Yeah.
0: And Cal was like, but hang about. Hang about. <laughs> One thing I don't understand still. I get it. I get it. You're a degenerate gambler. You're the scum of the earth. You're filth oh, to Oh, you're me. a
1: little piece of shit. And then Antonio's like, Stop, stop, you have you're a turning disease me on.
0: that you ought to be executed for.
1: And, the, and Tony was like, I am horny.
0: And you're a theater director. So you used the only resource you had. You theater. enlisted your actors, your community theater actors, mm-hmm. to stage an Oscar-worthy, or should I say Tony-worthy, performance. Staging an alien attack, which you <laughs> did for real, on... Two Miami Twin Towers.
1: You killed thousands of people.
0: You killed thousands. So that you could pay off your debt to Timmy Tuna, the biggest mobbed up organized crime bookie in the state of Miami. But what I don't understand is how A plus B equals C. How does staging this attack help you pay off Timmy Tuna?
1: Yeah, and uh, Antonio, he says, look out the fucking window. And they look up. the We hear window. the
0: sound of like a truck beeping. Yep. And a crane raising.
1: And where Ground Zero was just, you know, a day before, we see that it's been leveled out. the The former site of the Miami Twins has been leveled out. And there's a big sign up. And it says, the new site of Miami Arena brought to you by Beachside Realty.
0: And there's those two, beachside brothers, with smiling,
1: their, grinning, with their pearly whites, thumbs up, tan as a leather bag.
0: And we played the score from, uh, and Cal's and um, in Cal and um, Abby says to Cal here. Sorry, I'm just trying to keep it straight. I've got my notes in front of me here, and I watched the episode and everything. But Abby <laughs> says to Cal right here. She says forget about it Cal it's Miami <laughs> and we played this sort of noir music and we faded to blue we fade to the because it's Miami it's the ocean we fade to blue it's the ocean you and
1: some that? viewers of this episode at the time were angry frustrated pissed sad shocked Stu- stupid And well yeah, stupid ultimately. Because they said, How could Abby, who supposedly loves justice, how could she be fine with everything that just happened? And why would she be okay with the Beachside Realty the Beachside brothers getting away with killing thousands of people Mm -hmm. and leveling, you know, some apartment buildings to build their new
0: fancy new arena fancy
1: new arena and people were furious on the forums in the trades etc but for
0: indoor beach volleyball putting up an arena for for the indoor (laughs) beach volleyball team
1: yeah (laughs) and i think people weren't giving the characters enough credit
0: no they're smart characters they know they're they know what
1: they're doing they're playing a long game here so just because Mm -hmm. abby doesn't you know, seek out justice immediately doesn't mean that the arc of justice is short.
0: Yeah. The arc of, yeah, we put up a, um, yeah, we, and Sarah was, and excuse me, Piper was reading right there from the end, epi- the uh post- credits kind of text that we put up on the screen Stor- scrolling um, star wars style the scrolling star wars song style you know just because abby doesn't care about <laughs> and um all that stuff about the arc of justice and everything our copy editor had we did the um we used practical effects for this <laughs> we cut episode. out individual we used practical and effects held
1: them and moved them we, in <laughs>
0: Yeah, and you know, and because we had commitment to practical effects kind of from start to finish and everything, yeah. our like copy editor or whatever had been um unfortunately something had happened to her in terms of those buildings being exploded and imploded and everything. Where she was like sort of around them. Like when we blew up the towers for the kind of show.
1: Oh, yeah. By the way, everybody, we actually blew up two towers.
0: We blew up these towers. We filmed it in Toronto. We blew up these like Toronto buildings. And we had this copy editor and she was like around them. And she wasn't like supposed to be inside. Nobody Um, was. Nobody was supposed to be. But I had like forgotten my... Wrap. I had had like a wrap,
1: <laughs> a grilled chicken Caesar salad wrap. It's a grilled chicken
0: Caesar salad wrap, and can't can't go. You a know about eating one of those. If you eat it too early, like right when it's made, it's cold. It's dry. It's too cold, and the lettuce is too dry.
1: You need to let it soak up the juices.
0: You gotta let the lettuce soak up the juice for a little bit, but not but for not too, too long. long. If you wait too long, it gets soggy.
1: Right. And then you have and a And I wet told her wrap. that.
0: Her name was Kristen. I said, Kristen, you left my grilled chicken Caesar wrap in the building.
1: And she's like, it's I'm a copywriter. I don't. She said,
0: I didn't. I'm, <laughs> I'm not, not your didn't.
1: assistant. Goes, I
0: didn't <laughs> do that. I didn't leave it there. I've never been in that building. And I don't want to go in it. And I can tell you're going to ask me to go in it. In fact, I can tell you're going to tell me to go in it. And I said, well, then if you can tell all that, why aren't you already getting my rap out of the building? And And she she said, you're going to
1: explode them.
0: And I said, we'll wait. (laughs) I said, said, we'll wait. And, um, And the problem was I was a little bit, I was too hungry. I was too hungry and I wasn't thinking straight. And when the call came over the walkie, To say, are we good to go? I said, yeah, we're good to go.
1: Yeah, easy. Let's go. Let's get this done. We only get one take, right?
0: I'm not going to spoon feed you, fill in the rest of the pieces. But anyway, that's what happened. And that's why the end credit writing was so bad. (laughs) Because Peter did it. (laughs) So anyway, um, that was... um, Episodes um, 16 of season one of Crime Stoppers, Miami, Infinity, 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 Never Forget, and um, we never forgot 9-11, thanks to this episode of television, um, which re-airs on syndication pretty much wherever we can get it, and we've never forgotten this episode either.
1: No, and nobody ever will for a variety of reasons, mostly because it was good
0: catch crime watchers wherever podcasts are sold it's available on spotify it's available on apple podcasts it's available wherever you want let's see tell your families and tell your friends to like and to subscribe and to rate and to review
1: and if you haven't done it yet why don't you do those things too bye-bye Bye. Bye.
2: up your world like the 4th of July Hey Uncle Sam, put your name at the top of his list And a statue of liberty started shaking her fist And an eagle will fly and it's gonna be here When you hear Mother Freedom start ringing her bell And it'll feel like the whole wide world is raining down on Brought to you courtesy of the red, white, and blue